2: Number two, Jeff Cameron Show, Libations, Friday Lucy, Goosey edition of the program. Thanks for tuning to it. Hope you're well. You all right? Oh, I I thought you were trying to alert me to something.
1: No. screwed up somehow. No, the director asked me a question and I was pondering the correct answer. Mm. That's why I
2: had that little scrunch in my face. Safety. DJ e. Foster enters the NCAA transfer portal from Texas.
1: That thing is going to need a new, uh, I don't know what, everything. You're going to have to replace all the parts.
2: The recruiting rankings as we sit today, everybody. Um, I'm going to do the, Tom, should I do what's it called, the class calculator? <laughs> 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 uh, I, we're somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 12 to 15ish somewhere in there. Not bad. No. We're uh we're we've
1: got 16 commits. Cuz that's about where we finished in the top 25, right? It was like around 12, of
2: course. <laughs> um the verbals that you need to have as 100% locked down, got them for sure, no problem. They're here. Can't wait to sign on the 15th on Wednesday upcoming where we will have the Warchant TV Extravaganza that is recruiting day celebratory behavior I think signing day live
1: well that's why it's sponsored by ABC Fine Wine and Spirits well done sir you want to celebrate that's where you go not to celebrate to get the stuff so you can celebrate that'd be weird if you celebrated inside
2: the store it'd be something you'd be really happy at that point you're like I'm gonna just pop this open right here everybody (laughs) you got a gun I got a gun everybody's got a gun National Signing Day Live, seven hours of live coverage and analysis, interactive chat, look ins, and signing ceremonies, and more. Live and only on WarChan TV, sponsored by ABC and Spirits. Wine and Spirits ABC. 8 a.m. Let's get to I'm pumped. Not,
1: not ABC. I don't know that you want to be hitting up the ABC at 8 a.m. 8 a.m.
2: <laughs> Open up! Signing day! Let's go! Can't do this. sober. I'm nervous. Travis Hunter. I don't know if you guys have heard him. There's this kid. His name is Travis Hunter. 6'1", 170, wicked fast, changed direction like nobody's business. Runs
1: a 4140.
2: Bench Benches 750 pounds, 48-inch vertical. Won a game by himself against 11. He's that kind of difference maker coming to Tallahassee. We think, we think. What if he doesn't? It's a possibility. Heard a terrible rumor last night. It's going to scare everybody that he may be waiting to spring on us that he's going to Georgia. I said, oh, you shut your mouth.
1: That's Farrell from Rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we're on the Rivals network, it's okay to say that that's stupid.
2: Don't you joke with me, Farrell. Don't you put that on <laughs> me, Mike Farrell. <laughs> uh, uh, do we have the what you talking about, Maribeth, or whatever <laughs> I'll take a look. <laughs> Actually, we'll need that a lot next week, won't we? Mm-hmm. Sam McCall, come on down. Lake Gibson, I see you. A.J. Duffy, IMG. Jalen Early. Antavius Woody. So what are you talking about, Mayor Don't go playing jokes. That's a double 11 today. He's on our mind today.
1: Yeah, it's a 22 kind of day.
2: Mortimer, Sapp, Hill, Lyons, Hester, Thomas, Richardson, come on down. Let's go. All of you. And then and then in the last moment, it happens. We find out that the Johnson boys say yes to Tallahassee oh, as well. The
1: brothers Johnson. get about
2: it. Forget about it. So that guy's name transferring in is uh, Bless Harris. You know Bless Harris? What do you know about Bless Harris?
1: I know he, that he's a, a transfer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you know about Bless what, Harris? What do you know about Bless Harris? He's 6'4", 315 pounds of tackle. Yeah, That's right. From Lamar. And the funny part is, as soon as I saw that Bless Harris was coming to Tallahassee, I went, probably the best lineman on the team. Come
1: on down, what Bless. What do you know about Bless Harris? <laughs> There it is. Yeah. When he signs, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the, what we're going to say. As the transfer, you need to quote to me to put that out there, please.
2: <laughs> what you know about Bless Yes, Harris? please. All right, I will. I haven't had a go to in a long time. We're going all the way back to go tell it to Moses McRae. I used to yell that frequently on the show because people talked about conditioning or being tired. Go tell it to Moses McRae on that bike where he lives, always pedaling. Moses would get on a bike now. I hope he's doing all right because he would always give us everything he had. I loved Moses McRae. I, I really, I he's did. A good player too. He was a good player, yeah. and he was hurt in perpetuity. That's why he had to stay on that bike. Things were going to stiff it up. <laughs> Moses, was like, I can't give you a practice today, coach, but I'll ride the hell out of 750 miles over the course of several hours on this bike. It was insane.
1: Look at Moses. He Look at him be- over there. Four hundred and seventy five pounds. <laughs> he just, if he didn't bike for six hours every day.
2: Every day, all day. You're telling me you're tired? You go tell Moses McCray you're tired. That was that was the whole that in the sand pits. We remember that player. We have got
1: to. And now that we I had the Photoshop kind of stuff that I can do. <laughs> you know, Leonard's worn some funny outfits for the uh the Friday night. I forget what it's jam yeah, with Coach Hand. Yeah, yeah. He's worn some funny outfits, so we've got to get that and place him on a beach or, or near a volleyball net as he is the director of the Sand pits Conditioning Experiments. That was um, Xavier Gibson? No, that was not Xavier no, Gibson. No, it no, no. It was the
2: former NBA center's son. Oh, yeah. Who was that? Uh, I, I'll, I'll his name up. starts with an F, I think. Why am I forgetting? The folks in the chat, save us. Who was Sandpits? Kyle Turpin. That's right, Turpin. Woo! I didn't look it up. Mel Turpin's son. That's accurate. Kyle Turpin. Mel Turpin sounded like paint thinner.
1: Well, Turpentine. Yeah.
2: I was always like, honey, can you run to the store and give me some Mel Turpin? When you're looking for Turpentine, trust Mel Turpentine. Hi, I'm Mel Turpin, former NBA center. And when I'm looking for Turpentine, hey, that's me. (laughs) Oh. We're off the deep end today. I do want to touch on this. What just use Flex Seal. Mm. Did you? You know, those things never work. Um, but you're always, t- they do a good job. Every time you watch the commercial, you're like, I, I should get me some Flex Seal. Just to play with. Look at that. Look at that. I've, I've got a boat made out of only Flex Seal. <laughs> Who needs to spend $2,000? On a season, so that you know everybody in the NFL, if you're a sporting guy or a gal and you've got a a bookie that you illegally bet with, like me, then you need to know that favorites, by the way, on the season. What do you think? What do you think, Tom? Here they are: favorites lead thirteen, seventy78 and one. So if you just took all favorites against the number, you'd be up a pretty penny. One thirteen seventy eight and one.
1: Okay, all right. That's usually a good year for me. I, That's I, a crazy good. I'm year. kind of a fish in that I play a lot of favorites. I do.
2: That's crazy. Um do- okay, so by the way, no no no, I had that wrong. Don't listen to me at all. I had that completely wrong.
1: Yeah, let's wipe up the exaggerating lower third, please. I was
2: <laughs> I was looking at a different number. I looked at the wrong number. That's the wrong category, Jeff, you dumbass. So on the season, Faves lead 113, 78 and 1 straight up.
1: Well, that would stand to reason.
2: straight up. Yeah. That makes much more sense. Yeah. I didn't I didn't look at the, that that would be a problem. Okay. okay. So, dogs lead with the number. Right. That's why I feel like a fish. Yeah. 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 Dogs lead with the number 106, 85, and 1. Very different story. Yes. Very mm-hmm. different story. Uh, take it the points. Against the spread, uh, you you would be hitting at uh, what is that fifty fifty five percent thereabouts? Yeah, yeah right yeah. around fifty five percent. Road teams lead ninety nine ninety two and one straight up. Road teams win more than they lose straight up,
1: even with fans back that? in the seats. Yeah,
2: welcome back fans. And you had three neutral site games this year. Uh, one hundred and nine. I call the London game the Jacksonville special. Uh, one hundred and nine eighty two and one. Um, in the, in the, uh, against the spread uh, unders lead you know that makes a lot of sense the weather turns pretty quick in the NFL in a lot of places
1: and last year was an offensive explosion so you'd think maybe that there was an overreaction from the books early on because the first two or three weeks there were a lot of low scores and even think about it if you watch your fantasy team numbers this season league wide a lot of lower scores are winning I know certainly in my league that's the case 10, 15-point difference probably, week to week.
2: In addition to taking Navy plus the 7.5, everybody, I'm going to go ahead and do the famed Army-Navy under bet, which is an annual occurrence. Um, the under, you got a guess on this? Do you remember this?
1: No, I'm trying to think of where this is. It's in New Jersey this year? Is it in the Meadowlands? That's what didn't, I'll, I'll didn't, take a look I at the I weather. Didn't look,
2: I didn't look, but this is an incredible stat. It It, it rivals the Harbaugh stat for preseason games where I am an ATM for you. Okay? This is insane. Army, Navy, the total has gone under 15 consecutive games. What? They're like looking in a the mirror. They see the same thing every day. Both teams run the same damn offense. They're not fooled by anything. East Rutherford, under the total. Wow, it's warm up there tomorrow. 15 straight years. The under. They can't make it low enough. It's 34 and a half right now. You can't make it lower enough. That's crazy.
1: So there's a lower chance of rain during uh, at kickoff of this game tomorrow. It, it rises as you get into the evening. But the high tomorrow is 65 degrees. That might be the warmest Army-Navy
2: game of my lifetime. I get invited to that game every year because we have the coaches on. I got invited this year, too. We never go. What's wrong
1: with us? What is wrong with us? This is the first time I've had the invite, and I had to text a mutual friend of ours and say, I'm so sorry. Can't make it happen this year. And it hurt. That one hurt. Even before it was delivered, I said, take it back. Let me take that message back.
2: Man, it does suck because here's the thing. We have been very fortunate in this field, in this job, because of listeners, because we've been successful on the air. We've been able to stay on the air and work in sports, which is a dream come true, and I never take it for granted. But one of the things that I tell people, people say, well, it must be fun to talk sports for a living. must be fun to work in the industry you work in, and for, for the most part, that's true. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, it is true, and I never take it for granted. But I tell people all the time that I'm forever grateful that you and I got to go and cover the Stanley Cup Finals, that we got to go out to Pasadena and walk on the Rose Bowl field, um, you know, the San Gabriel Mountains, and just do all of that back-to-back seasons. You know, got to go in 13 and 14, got to to, to cover the Rose Bowl. It was yeah. remarkable to stay in Newport, to, to be on that media bus, to go in and, and just take it all in.
1: Yeah, and 14, to walk on the field was, it was special insane. because that was, it was a an, beautiful day. It was an earlier-in-the-day kickoff, mm. and so, I mean, it's that direct sunlight, and you just see how pristine. It glistens! It looks perfect on TV. It looks better in real life as you walk on it. Now, we got to walk on the field for the championship game after the confetti was all over it because we had won the national title. That is correct. So we were allowed to do so. Oh, I
2: think about all this all the time. We were in the locker room after that game, too, watching the kids celebrate. Yep. That was insane. So how fortunate that is, right? That's the year that I bumped into Cuba Gooding Jr. at the, at the bar. You did. That was crazy. It felt That was probably
1: the most rewarding experience in, in the job's history because I'm a, I'm a lost to Katie, and you had seen national titles yeah. with your own eyeballs. Multiple. In stadiums, like live, not on television. You went to those games. Yes, I did.
2: I'd been everywhere but the Rose Bowl.
1: I had seen Stanley Cups. I had seen an American League Championship series Mm -hmm. that didn't involve my team, but I'd never seen the Knolls. I mean, that was just unbelievable. And my friends from college were there. I was able to go say hello to them before kickoff. So it was like, you know, worlds were colliding. So that was a very rewarding experience. The Stanley Cup finals was just kind of cool, though, to sit in press row with who's who. I'm a nerd for hockey, so I know these Canadian media types. They'd walk by you here in Tallahassee, and you wouldn't say a word to them. But I'm like, oh,
2: my God. That's so-and-so. Bob McKenzie. Yeah, yeah. No, we had a blast. So the, the reason I bring all that up was, you know, thinking back to how I, I never lose track of just how grateful I am that we got to cover all of those things. But the one thing that I've been invited to and had the opportunity to do and never have done foolishly is to go to the Army-Navy game. And I just feel like I've insulted these poor men that have invited us to these games. It's ridiculous. Why would I not go to the Army Navy game?
1: I don't know. You're less American for it. That's, that's a, you're rejecting heroes.
2: <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. But you know what? I got to tell you. If we went this year to the Army Navy game, which I can't wait to watch, I always watch it, I'll always love it. I know a lot of people. Corey Clark is un American. Corey Clark hates that game. He won't watch it. What? Oh, no, he hates it. Yeah, he hates it. Why? Because of the, the option? Yeah, he doesn't like the option. He's an elitist. Can't that's ha- he that's not elitist. Yeah. That's just wrong. It's He's red. I mean, look at him. He's, he's a Ruski. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's just wrong.
1: <laughs> I don't think reds don't like the no, Army-Navy. No. Okay, I see what you're
2: saying. <laughs> Ruski. Yeah, he's a Ruski. Wait, there are enemies again? I can never keep I don't up know with either. That. But he's, uh, well, yeah, Putin. Um, so yeah, but he's, he's an awful, he's an awful human being that Corey Clark refuses to watch Army (laughs) Navy. Refuses, don't you, Corey? I'm calling you out right here on this show. You you could say an awful American, but you advance it to the human being. I'm kidding. People know that. But he does. He doesn't like it. And I love it. I hope it's six to three. I'm fine with it. But I would have been disappointed if I went this year because you just informed me that it's going to be in the sixties. It's going to be colder here when they kick off, then it is there. Yeah. That's not cool. It'll be close, yeah. I want snow when I go. I want to be freezing.
1: When Army got off the schneid, I believe it was five years that was ago now.
2: fantastic. What a game.
1: I believe that was Vern's final call on mm. that game. And I remember I him. I thought he'd be
2: dead a week later. <laughs> I did. All right. <laughs> Didn't you? No,
1: and here I was just going to talk about how Papa Vern getting choked up for his last call was a very touching moment. But, it was yeah.
2: very touching. I thought
1: he was about to die. <laughs> no, you you watched it you're like, well, oh, he should be crying. He's about to die. No,
2: I didn't say I want him to or that I think it's going to happen for sure. I just said that when I heard him talking and he started boo-hooing, I thought, oh, he knows. Right. He knows. That's just that's what I just <laughs> said. <laughs> well, I mean, he knows. It's tough, man. That's if Unless they were kicking him out of the booth, I wouldn't have done it. I just kept talking. Come on, Vern. Keep, I am CBS. Yeah, keep, keep broadcasting, buddy. Chef Jeff Cambridge 93 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. i see the black crows got you they come in hot oh my goodness yeah
1: about 30 percent higher than everything else on spotify be warned folks
2: now it's only fitting given the band and the fan base that is a show to uh take in outdoors (laughs) that is a show to take in outdoors tom
1: there are some whispers that they are trying to be secured around these parts, but um, that's not even close to Okay, none. let's get it done. I won't let's say the venue. You can pick one of 3 let's Right, make it happen.
2: Let's go. Camels ejected from beauty contest over Botox use and other tampering. Did you see that story? I didn't know they had one. This is kind of cool. Organizers of a popular camel beauty contest in Saudi Arabia. How about that for stereotype? have disqualified 43 contestants after cracking down on Botox injections and other forms of tampering by the breeders. The 40-day King Abdulaziz Camel Festival. Nailed it. Located about 100 kilometers, that would be 62 miles to you, northeast of the capital. Launched at the beginning of December in its sixth year, it sees breeders compete for more than $66 million in prize money. According to the Saudi state media outlet, Saudi Press, sixty-six million dollars if your camel wins. What?
1: Yeah, but they'll uh, chop off your hands if you grab an apple. That's true. They got their priorities in order over there, don't they? In
2: particular, an apple. You get it that those blueberries are fine, but yeah. blueberries. Apple unscrupulous breeders have been accused of using a number of methods to make their camels more likely to win, such as injecting them with silicone and fillers, inflating body parts, Oh, hey, you know, using rubber bands to enhance their appearance. What are we doing? What are we doing? This year, organizers have dealt with 147 cases of tampering. 147 cases! The largest number since the festival began. Forty-three contestants have been disqualified. Marzalk Alnato, spokesman for the festival's legal committee, said that the breeders found to be tampering have to pay fines, which vary according to the offense. They're not chopping your hands off for this. What? No public execution for this? Nope. Where's the standards? We're getting soft as a country. That's what they're saying over there. For example, the fine for injecting fillers, Botox, or hormones can be as much as $27,000 $27,000 per camel. While braiding, cutting the tail, or dyeing the camel, as in changing their color, is a fine of $8,000. I like my camel to be blue. Nobody will notice. In order to detect tampering, the camels examined both are examined both physically and clinically using devices such as x-ray machines and sonar devices. This is, this is getting serious. The owners of winning camels receive cash prizes, and the recognition means they can sell the camels for higher prices. Rare camels are big business in Saudi Arabia. An estimated 1.5 million camels are protected by their owners using microchips to find out where they're roaming about. Camels are an important part of Saudi culture. The animals are well adapted to life in the desert, like the Arabian desert, Tom. Large parts of which lie within the kingdom, as you well know, of Saudi Arabia.
1: Of course, yeah. You know, you just
2: dress yours up as Joe Camel and we're done here. Where's my money? I win. I had a roommate who would smoke twice as many cigarettes a day to get the Camel Bucks so that he could get the prizes. (laughs) And I would go, so you want to die sooner but with more toys? And he was like, I could win a dartboard.
1: Yeah, some kids had uh, UPCs from Captain Crunch Boxes. And this guy was going for uh, the incentives on the Joe Camel packs. Yeah, my
2: buddy Ross, he would smoke. Uh, I mean, he, he'd wake up. You could hear him. He lived upstairs. And you'd hear him wake up coughing at 8 o'clock in the morning. You'd hear him wheezing. And then the next thing you'd hear, the sound of a lighter.
1: That's how it works. I'm
2: like, my man, what are we doing here? Now, which was cooler
1: between these three? Because Red Dog was terrible. But those commercials, remember with the big pit bull?
2: Red Dog. I and mean, mm-hmm. you'd be walking yeah, around. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, the Spuds McKenzie or Joe Camel? Inappropriate mascots to seem cool to kids. for right. stuff that kids shouldn't be buying. Right. Which one would you choose as the coolest mascot? Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Yeah. Yeah. Spuds is pretty cool.
2: I always laughed at Joe Camel for one specific reason. If you look at him closely.
1: Oh. I, okay. Great. I'll pull it up during the break. Here we go. Google. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Let's get to wagering with my mother. We'll do it next. Jeff Cameron, show 93 Real Talk, Radio War Chant TV. (laughs) Gotta find it here somewhere. Still mad at the Vikings. Not about last night, but about last week. Cowboys did their part, Cardinals did their part, Vikings lose to Detroit and absolutely butcher what would have been a glorious three-team teaser pleaser. We had it won, and then that happened. Then the Vikings decided to screw us. Some roofing companies say they're the best in town with the best price around, and safety is their top priority, but they don't always have your best interest at heart. T-Spark Enterprises, roofing and construction, they believe in doing things the right way and the safe way. Employees undergo regular safety testing and training constantly being educated on new techniques and new materials like becoming master metal applicators. Have you considered a new metal roof? Long-lasting and durable, you're in luck because T-Spark Enterprises' roofing and construction are the best in town. Call them today at 766-1340 or get a free quote today at tsparkconstruction.com. tsparkconstruction.com. Good
1: people. They know what they're doing.
2: Yeah, they're going to come fix my bathroom. They don't know it yet. I'll be calling them. You yeah. just did. Yeah, I did. I need you, Travis. I, man, I've, I've it's been... You know how when you finally notice something? You know, it could be... Certain, oh, and you it, can't unsee it. Oh, you can't yeah. unsee it.
1: It was the French door. I got so tired of that damn thing, and now it's all good.
2: Yeah, it drives me nuts. Every time I go in there, I'm like, ah, I gotta, we got to do something about this. This ain't going to get it done. All right, let's welcome... Uh, go ahead and cue it up there, Tommy.
1: We're going straight in. Let's see. Yeah. That's what I you get. Yeah. We're all screwed up. There's no way.
2: <laughs> all right. I'm going to do a countdown. We're about to bring on mom so that we can bet. Okay, now, Tom. And now for <laughs>
0: another edition of The Family Pick, Nick. Go to your room! Ma, the meatloaf! Take it away,
2: Jeffrey. Mom, you won last week the one game we had different. I took Sandy, oh, excuse me, Los Angeles, the Chargers, and you had the uh, Bengals, right? Or did I have it? No, I had the Bengals. You had the Chargers.
0: Yeah. I had the Chargers. Right. Yes, I did. I was, oh my Lord, I was elated. You would have thought I won the lottery.
2: <laughs> yeah. Have you cut
0: it to eight? Is that what it is? I think we did. Yes, uh-huh. we did. So I'm one little step at a time.
2: Well, we both had the Vikings last night, I assume.
0: Yes, we did. We, but you know, wasn't that the most crazy game you've ever seen? I mean, it looked like, the you know, Minnesota had it hands down, and then, my God, here came Pittsburgh roaring back, and, and uh, there at the end, it was a little crazy. It was
2: very crazy, yeah. Um, I didn't actually see the final two drives. I went to bed, I thought it was over, and then... Got up this morning and saw that and went. What are you doing? You missed it. But um,
0: I know it was really kind of crazy. And then that guy for Pittsburgh kind of fooled around and cost him some time when he was doing his happy dance. That he made a first down and you know they didn't get to have a. They had to you know clock the ball and yeah. all that. So anyway, I am sure that uh, Mike Tomlin had quite a quite a talk with that with that young man.
2: I'm sure. Cowboys yeah. and the football team from well, Washington. I, Here we go. I,
0: I know it. We, um, they, uh, I, I'm taking Dallas, but I, I, I'm, I'm iffy.
2: Dallas is iffy, but I'll take Dallas here too. They ought to wake up. They're getting some uh, players back. That should help them. And they're the better, better team. Let's see. Uh, Jags on the road against the Titans. We we'll both take the Titans.
0: Yes, we will.
2: Seahawks at Texans. Both of them yeah. stink.
0: I know they do. I'm going to take Seattle though. I think they stink a little less.
2: Me too. Raiders at Chiefs.
0: Yeah, Chiefs.
2: Good game though. No? Good game. Yeah. I'll take the Chiefs as well. Saints and Jets?
0: This game is also a game that's terrible. I just don't know what to do. I think the Jets are doing a little better, but New Orleans should win this game, but I just I have no confidence in them with no quarterback. I just I don't know what to who to who to pick. Well, you got to pick um, somebody. I know I do. Um I guess I'm going to pick New Orleans.
2: Me too, but they do suck. I understand your quandary. Falcons at Panthers.
0: Well, I'm not picking those damn Panthers again. I, I, Atlanta. But I, I don't feel good about this pick either.
2: <laughs> They're all awful. It's just terrible. Both these teams, man, this is a coin flip.
0: I uh, I know. As you say, it's a suck fest.
2: <laughs> it is a suck fest. You're right. I, I think I'm going to take th- suck with an S, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh.
0: Lord, yes. yeah. I'm going
2: to take the uh, Panthers, Mom. We'll have one different here. I'll take the Panthers. It's are a coin. Really?
0: Okay. And with your friend
2: Cam? Well, he, I don't think he's starting. He's been benched, and he's terrible, and I told you that well in advance. Um, well, who else are, are they? Who
0: else I don't
2: are they care. Guys? Anybody is better than Cam Newton, quite literally. I, anybody else is better, so they should start the coach. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Ravens at Browns. That's a
0: good game. Now, we go from kind of the redi- Sublime to the ridiculous, or we're ridiculous to the sublime. I am going to take Cleveland.
2: They're the more desperate team, and truthfully, uh, we just got done talking about how Lamar's not been playing well lately. Oh, no,
0: uh, he hasn't. I'm torn.
2: I, I think I'm gonna take the Ravens. I'm gonna take okay, the Ravens. Hey, that's two. Okay. That's two. Uh Giants at Chargers. Chargers. Lions at Broncos.
0: Yeah, I'm taking, but I am really happy for Detroit. I know you are. I am tickled for them. I'm taking Denver, though.
2: Me too. 49ers at Bengals. Here we go.
0: Yeah, I know it. That's a good one. But I'm concerned about Joe's finger. I know they say he's playing and everything, but if he gets a good rap on that hand or whatever, I don't know what might happen. So I am taking Sam Fran.
2: Me too. Uh, Bills at Bucks.
0: This, I'm taking the Bucks, but boy, this game makes
2: me so nervous. You shouldn't be nervous, Mom. Hang in there; it's okay. We'll take the Bucks. The Bills only beat really bad teams. Bears okay. at Packers.
0: Oh, now that's a game, too, isn't it? I mean, only because of of Aaron Rodgers and all of his comments and things. I think Chicago could really be out to to hurt him. Well, that'd be good. I, 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 I well, I get. I guess mean, I'm taking Green Bay though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Me too. I think they're punchless. As um, uh, angry as they may be, very well be, uh, and then finally a game that I'm glad is being played because either way a loss helps the Bucks. But we would really like to root for the Rams on the road at the Cardinals. Who do you got?
0: Oh well, I I know we would, but I really think Arizona will will win this game. I I mean, if they don't, I, it will be good. But I took Arizona.
2: I did, too. All right, so we got two different. We've got Carolina two different.
0: Carolina and Atlanta and Baltimore-Cleveland.
2: Yeah, and this should be interesting. I mean, I don't feel real good about that Carolina game. I don't know how anybody could. It doesn't matter who you pick. They're, they're, you're relying on a terrible team.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. But all right, Yep. Yeah, we got those two
0: different. Mama, have a great week, and I love you. All right, you too. Love you, too. You guys have a good one. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> My mom's dropping down with a, it's a suck fest.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's been listening to the show for too long. Or she knows me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that, that wasn't uh, created just for the show. And then the Panthers. How about Carolina
2: getting her fired up? Yeah, she's, she's damn Panthers. She's tired unquote. of losing with them. And uh, I tried to warn everybody back when they were like 3 and 0. I'm like, yeah,
1: they're not any good guys. You should have hit the under on the season win total. Yeah, I probably should
2: have. I, I, I thought what I was seeing, I was like, I think these Panthers are a Fugazi. That's what I think. And the more I looked at them, I'm like, they're Fugazi. And then they proved to be fugues, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it, but I did jump on that Dolphins train, baby. Woohoo! You really still think they you're going to will them to the playoffs? They're going to the playoffs. That's what you're trying to the do. The Miami Dolphins are going to the playoffs thanks to me and Flores. <laughs> He's done a good job. And two has been okay lately. Yeah, two has been okay lately. One check down at a time, Tom. One check down at a time. Old two has learned. Uh, I'm not any good. I'm just going to throw a four yard pass and we're going to play some defense out here. It's going to be all right. Well, because
1: they can. They can do that.
2: I do. I'm telling you. Also, they've got fantastic uniforms. Just fantastic. I love them.
1: All right, did you check the remainder of the schedule for the Miami Dolphins, or are you just saying it doesn't matter because they're hitting their, their No, stride? let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. It doesn't right. matter. I mean, they're they're going. So they got the Jets.
2: That's a, another
1: win for yeah. the Dolphins. That's on the 19th. Uh, are they in a bye this week? Yeah. They okay.
2: No games this week.
1: Then they play at the Saints. They're getting healthy. They're getting geared up. Oh, Minnesota's
2: terrible. You know that.
1: At the Saints, but yeah, still New that's, Orleans. That's yeah. a win.
2: That's a win. Yeah. All right, last oh, what did I say, Minnesota? Minnesota, yeah. Uh, yeah same team. Well,
1: but that's... <laughs> 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 One's got a better quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Different issues, but yeah. they're all the same. Yeah. But the final two weeks are the Titans. Oof, that's a tough year. On the road, could be Derrick Henry back in action for that game. Let's hope not. And they host New England in week 18. Now, mm. they could get lucky if New England takes care of business over that's the right. next month. But still, you're looking at two and two... Three and two if they re- or three and one if they really do their job
2: here. Two and two and let's see here. You get to two and two. Let's say you get this next win against the Jets. Uh that gets them to five hundred, I do believe. And that's at that's, that's at the hard rock, buddy. That's a that's a big win. They don't have to go up there to the cold. You can listen to it right here on Kiss Country, 999 nine nine FM. What? That's where they play it down in Miami. Is it really? Kiss Country. I had a buddy that worked at Kiss Country.
1: So a three and one finish would put them at nine and eight. The nine and eight's gonna get into the wild card. They're getting
2: in, baby. Oh yeah. You You're know, doing the, the math. The now. Bills have fallen off a cliff. They're getting in. The Saints, uh, they'll go win that game. The Caesars Superdome. And you can hear it right here on Kiss Country, 999 9 FM.
1: <laughs> They're at Tennessee. You secretly want to be a country station DJ, don't you? Well,
2: and I would play it up. I would yeah. do all the stupid stuff the country mm-hmm. DJs do. It would be great. Yeah.
1: What would your DJ name be? I
2: I think Cliff. Cliff? I, I, Cliff, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be Cliff something. It would be, it'd be great. I'd be Cliff something, and I'd grow a mustache, and I'd pretend— Cowboy to, Cliff? Oh, how good is that? It's almost 5 o'clock. You're listening to Cowboy Cliff. Coming up next, <laughs> Cowboy Cliff with you here on Kiss Country 99.9 FM. Alan Jackson coming up next set. Oh, after that, Stay it's tuned. Travis Tritt. Followed by Florida Georgia Line. Stay tuned to 99.9 FM Kiss Country and Cowboy Cliff. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to create the alter ego, Cowboy Cliff, and I'm going to play all of those horrific bands. You're,
1: you know what? Cowboy Cliff's show wouldn't even be in a studio. It would be yeah.
2: a camping world at all times. <laughs> or at the Bass Pro Shops Yep, yep. near you. We would tour the Bass Pro Shop. It's alternating. Yeah. (laughs) Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at the
1: Bass Pro Shop. Don't
2: forget, Cowboy Cliff will be at the Bass Pro Shop on 33rd and 7th. It
1: is a Wednesday.
2: (laughs) And again on Friday. So get all your fishing needs here with Cowboy Cliff of Kiss Country 999 FM. Coming up next, Kenny Chesney. (laughs) It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 933 Real Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, they did something right. The NCAA is stopping the fake slide that that cheater, pit quarterback Kenny Pickett, utilized to his uh, benefit. He used to score a touchdown in the ACC championship game. In fact, according to a memo from NCAA National Coordinator of Officials Steve Shaw, Referees should interpret a fake slide as a player surrendering himself and should end the play immediately. Quote, anytime a ball carrier begins, simulates, or fakes a feet-first slide, the ball should be declared dead by the on-field officials at this point. The intent of the rule is player safety. and The objective is to give a ball carrier an option to end the play by sliding feet first and to avoid contact. To allow the ball carrier to fake a slide would compromise the defense that has been instructed to let up when the ball carrier slides feet first. Yes, yes, that's accurate. You could just get rid of all these stupid rules and let people hit each other like the game was meant to be played. Yeah,
1: I'm starting to get uh, angry in my mid-30s as well. I told you. I I just make it all live. Now, in college, if you're down, you're down anyway. So any slide or anything like that would be – it's not like the NFL where you need to touch somebody once they're down. But in college, it's already Mm – you don't need an extra rule. Your knee
2: touches the play's over anyway. So, mm-hmm. if you're not going to do it, light his ass up. Light him up. And if you're in bounds, I don't care if you have the the, the greatest head of speed we've ever seen a human being have headed towards the sideline. If you are not out of bounds, I can hit you in the face. Yeah, you're too late. Yeah, you didn't get there. I won the foot race to the spot. It's not a late hit. It's a late late exit. Yeah, you didn't get there in time. Yeah. You miscalculated my speed. And you're going to pay a dear price for it. You will not
1: do that again. Yeah, bet you get You'll out take two fewer next yards. Time. Yeah, damn
2: it. And also, I think in today's game, if I was running after a guy who was going out of bounds and he did that dumbass thing where he puts the ball, uh, I'm hitting you anyhow at that point. I just hate it. Mm-hmm. It's good when my guy does it. You <laughs> but you yeah. have the hand strength like uh, Anquan Bolden just yeah, ripped the ball. Yeah, like, hey, look at that. It's my ball now. I took it. I took it from you. Um, the memo also states that such a play is not reviewable. So somebody's going to bastardize this. Somebody's going to call for somebody saying they were sliding and they weren't, and we're going to be all be like, "Oh my god, it's going to happen." It, and then it
1: will be reviewable the year after.
2: Yes, that's a way. <laughs> we'll get you there.
1: They got to keep getting paid. It's like consultants.
2: Pickett used a fake slide to freeze defenders. Oh, you just gave you just brought up my dream job, man. I loved it when I was a You'd like
1: to consult on rule changes? Oh, we're going to go consultant. halfway
2: this year so I can consult next mm-hmm. year and say, you know what, let's, let's go
1: full speed. Let's, go, let's, let's finish the rule.
2: I, I envision a future where when I get out of the radio business, I'm a consultant for the radio business, and, and I can just drive around or fly around and tell people what they should do about their radio station. It doesn't even really have to matter or be pertinent to the community. And I get paid triple what everybody else makes because it says consultant next to my name. Now, Rich, I'd
1: love to hear what you think about this radio station. Now, I won't be looking at you. I'll be typing into this computer over here and looking at the screen, but rest assured, I'm listening to every word you say.
2: Intently. What was that, Rich? After uh, Pickett broke containment on third down, he briefly stutter-stepped and pretended to slide. After picking up the first down, two Wake Forest defenders then froze, figuring Pickett was giving himself up. Instead, Pickett said, ha-ha! I don't know if he did that, but he should have. Because if you're going to do it, you got to go, ha-ha, gotcha, as you run away. And I then they got to hear you going, hee hee
1: Yeah, like A-Rod at uh, Toronto, right?
2: Yeah. Ah! And raced another 40 yards for a touchdown before blowing kisses to the crowd in the end zone, which really would have infuriated me. Pickett, the ACC player of the year, said after the game that the move was intentional but unplanned. I just kind of started slowing down and pulling up and getting ready to slide, and I saw their body language, and they pulled up too. I've never done that before. It just kind of kept going after I initially started the slide. Oh, look at that. I know know people think the rule book covers every imaginable scenario, but it does not. In a season, I will typically have one, two, or maybe even three of what we call play interpretations. That, according to Shaw in that email, uh, a rule change was not needed. A new rule was not implemented. The change is a new interpretation of the existing rules regarding when to call a play dead, is what he said. Shaw said the conference coordinators of officials and all officials were notified of the new interpretation. Wake Forest coach Dave Koston wasn't happy about all of this. Of course, if that is the rule, I will just have my guy fake Neil all the way down the damn field. There you go, Dave. (laughs) I've had it up to here. I'm done with this nonsense. Yeah, Dave was angry. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, we're going to get to a place, and I'm really hoping for it soon, where uh, the game, which has been over-officiated... I, I Again, I get it, man. I get it for certain safety things I'm fine with, but goodness gracious and again, I first guessed this the very first year that the point of emphasis occurred where they started kicking people out of games unnecessarily, and they were asking officials to judge intent and all that nonsense, and I said at that time, just as I do now ninety nine point nine percent of all football hits are not intentional targeting. Targeting. The game is played too fast. Even the ones that look like they are, in fact, the very definition of targeting, I don't think should be enforced. Because I don't think that players intend to do that. They're just trying to get low. They're beating you to a spot. We're both fighting for angles, and that's why we're wearing helmets. Because in case, just in case, our heads collide, I'm protected. I don't think the officials look at the proper place of when the decision is made. They look at the hit
1: itself. They look at the hit. They're They're looking for contact, forceful contact to a strike zone. That's not what you need to be looking at. You need to be looking at when does the player slide, what other variables are there.
2: When do the defensive
1: player When the defender commits, yes. And the NFL is finally getting something right with reviews. Um, it was the XFL's idea, but it's all of our ideas since re- re- replay review came yeah, back, which yeah, yeah. is just have a dude call down and say this is the correct thing, move on. They call the expedited review in the NFL. I love it. Can that be contagious? Oh, can across we please, football, please? please. I beg Some of you. Some dude who is wise. Yeah, we don't have You or sp- me.
2: You or me. We could do it. Uh, 100% and it would be With really- our
1: DVRs we could do it faster than them with whatever system they have.
2: Give me the system. First of all, they're going to be like, oh, Cameron's in the booth today. Strap it up. Ain't nobody calling anything out here. <laughs> Say, Just give me my DVR. I'll pause it, rewind it. <laughs> like,
1: okay, that's uh, 2.37 on the clock. He's out of bounds there. That He's down by contact. We're moving on. Thank yep. you. There it is.
2: I know that looked awfully violent, and that guy's head snap back. And he may very well be concussed, but it was not intentional. It's not targeting. It's football. Get him off the field. Let's go. That's, that's my ring down right there. That's it. All right. You want to cue it up? You wanna do it? Oh, I got some. You got oh, you're ready for it. Okay, fire it up. Let's go. Hey Big Daddy. Having some Red Russians tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy
0: and empty net. He scores.
2: I'm Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. Oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. Brought to you by our friends at North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com.
1: Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to pick Army and Navy when this music is going. I took
2: Navy plus seven and a half. No,
1: it feels inappropriate, woefully.
2: Also... Go ahead, you pick your game and I'll come back to mine. All right, so Try I've to got. Check all line.
1: right, this is a little pizza money Friday night fun. This is what we're doing here in pizza the NHL. Money. We're going to parlay two puck lines Rangers minus one and a half in Buffalo, Panthers minus one and a half in Arizona. Piece those two together, you get plus 306. A little guy, just a little guy, could make you a lot more. Plus 306. Go ahead, go get it.
2: Plus 306. All right, I like it. A little pizza money at plus 306. Maybe a large, extra large pizza, perhaps. Uh, Let me do this just to make sure I got the odds exactly right. I told you earlier, let's see, Bengals and Ravens. We're going to do this. Okay, that gets me to plus nine and a half. And this is live on the air, folks. This is how you do. This is how you do. Now we turn that little two-teamer into a teaser-pleaser.
1: You better hope he gets there, I got YouTubers, because we're going to have some Billy Squire play us out today.
2: Okay. Yeah, I get. I, I turn it over to the Ravens plus nine. You can have your, that's what you get. I, I'm going to get a little plus nine action. And then I get the Bengals plus eight hosting the 49ers. I like it. That's a two-pick teaser pleaser. That's your wager. You wanna Goodbye, turn, YouTubers. You want to turn it into a three-team?
1: Ooh, well, you have to be only on the radio to find out.
2: <laughs> Here's a three-team teaser pleaser. Get the Bucks plus two and a half at home against the Bills, and that turns into a plus 160 teaser pleaser.
1: All right. I like the Bucks even on the, uh, the yeah. straight-up odds. Yeah. Minus three, let's do it.
2: We're going to crank Squire. We're going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening all week long. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Be well, everybody. There's a touch and